0: primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out. Core. World.
1: news. You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Greg Skondak, and you to Core World News. Your holiday news here is providing in-depth coverage of all the latest stories from around the galaxy. Welcome to a Pillars of Star Wars special. Wars in the Star Wars. Please report to the bridge and join Ben and in the command center for your mission briefing on the many battles... Of Star Wars.
0: All right, thank you very much, Grex. Uh, it's amazing to be doing Wars and the Stars, finally, on a Star Wars podcast. Yeah. Grant, how are you, dude?
1: I'm doing great. I mean, seeing Grex in the command center uh, yeah. once more on the holo feed.
0: He makes always- it look good. He's a stylish
1: dude. But for this for this specific episode, Red 7 standing by. I am pumped to talk yes. about the wars
0: i am too um i wish adam was here to join us but he's not going to be able to make it tonight um sends his regrets i know i'm sure when he gets back we'll hear about his favorite battles but uh he is busy searching for the remnants of uh, commander pyre's gold armor floating in the debris field around barabesh uh so we wish wish him well in that i don't know that easter egg hunt and uh we will uh, see him next week But this week,
1: just the annual stormtrooper Easter hunt. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, hunt down one trooper. There's one trooper that's been the most meddlesome that we got to take down, and it's yeah, Pyre. It's Pyre, yeah. For all the uh, Resistance fans out there, I don't know how many people. (laughs) I loved it. I don't know how many people watched it, but
0: right, yeah. It's Resistance is the deepest cut. The stuff is important um, for this to prep for this uh, pillar. Uh, actually, Grant talked to me into or told me about this book. It's called Battles That Changed the Galaxy. I picked up myself a hardcover edition, and it's uh, written by Jason Fry, Cole Horton, Chris Kempshaw, and Amy Ratcliffe. Um, and it was just published last year, and it's amazing. Um, I don't know if you're into the books. I think these books are exactly like kind of what we're trying to do in real time, where they just like synergize everything that's happened and along a pillar actually and this yeah. pillar is is uh, war in the stars you know it's battles so really what Just, we're going to talk about is like today. a
1: super clear timeline of all yes. of the battles in during all the different wars basically your you know republic era your galactic civil war and interestingly enough i think it's called the first order resistance war like hmm. right I, I, think um, like
0: I don't Resistance have War. that here. I think yeah, you're right. It's called the First yeah. Order Resistance War. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what it's called. Okay. So that's like yeah, and it's kind of like this canon telling of all the wars. If you have the the old Essential Atlas, also authored by uh Jason Fry, there's there's a lot of coverage of the the many battles across the stars, but um but this this book is like a really clean cut like timeline. Yes. Just yeah, just, yeah, just it, it's great. I love it.
0: And it's all very focused it's all in military terminology with like that lens that synergizes sort of everything that was happening then um there's a lot of strategy going on um you know it talks about like what worlds you go to it's like you're either looking for rare resources military production hyperspace lanes or just you know then there's like safe worlds it's, it goes into like some really it goes into hyperspace a lot, actually, if you want to get into that and spycraft
1: and I um, mean, sometimes and, you just got to attack the Kuwait shipyards to slow down production. Yeah. You know?
0: I never really thought of it, but that was like that was a big battle. And we'll talk about the Battle of Solace later uh, for sure. You know, we were thinking about gamifying today and doing like our top three battles each, like our favorite battles. And like pretty much every anytime someone fires a blaster, it's considered a battle.
1: Yeah, Um, and this is written or live action or animated. This is on all mediums. Yeah. Any battle you want to highlight. And I think we're going to take some off the table, right?
0: Yeah. So that was the thing Um, we wanted. uh, Yeah, we we were just like, you know, it would be a pretty boring podcast if we're like the Battle of Endor. It was awesome. The Battle of Yavin, you know. Uh, So I mean, you
1: can't beat the Battle of Yavin. It's. Right, it's the, it's most the, iconic it's the first battle Star Wars. All Star it invented the DNA of the of the Star Wars battle, like the space battle. Yeah, totally. With dogfights, you have everything in there. moments. You yeah. have fighter pilot moments. It's just incredible. You just don't have like any kind of. I guess there's not a ground operation happening during it. It's just strictly right. a space battle, which I actually love. And yeah,
0: and they integrated true. the ground battles in later, but like I mean, yes. it was Star Wars, so the movie Star Wars paid off with a war in the stars, and it was cool and starships.
1: Yes, there's definitely one we'll talk about that is just a perfect uh, hodgepodge of all the things you love, like starfighter battle, ground battle, force moments, you know, uh, you know, sword, sword wielding moments, things like that.
0: Yeah. Actually, can I just read one paragraph from Jason Fry on this? Because I think like his prose, like his words, I don't know. It's a very consistent read through this book and it just gets you into like military mindset and really makes you focus and appreciate on like how dense these battles are and all the different events that are informing these battles and how they should be created. So it had a foreword from uh, Roger Guyette, who's the uh, visual effects supervisor. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to do one paragraph here. Uh, The battles in Star Wars is the first paragraph of the foreword. Battles in Star Wars are some of the most iconic in film history, from the Rebels' brave attack on the first Death Star, to the elephantine AT-ATs marching across the snow plains of Hoth, Hoth, to the frenzied Battle of Starkiller Base, to the visually stunning Battle of Crait. The wars, part of Star Wars, has always filled fans with a jaw-dropping sense of awe. The stakes for each battle are enormously high, the situation's complicated, and the battles themselves leave a lasting impression, both within a galaxy far, far away and in the real, real world. And I just thought that sort of, I mean, he did a really poetic job of uh rounding up what that is. It's just like, it really, from the beginning, you're like, oh, okay, they're gonna go deep on all of these battles. And there was a lot that was in there Um, that you're not, you know, at the time you're just following the action, you're feeling compassion for the main character, but you're not necessarily considering everything that's going on in these wars. Um, and it, for, there's a nerdy like war fan somewhere hidden inside me, but I only know, things about fake wars in fictional realms not really real ones
1: <laughs> more more fun more it's peace, a little more, more fun, peace of but, mind yeah <laughs> when it's a fictional yeah. setting you know
0: yeah yeah totally uh um so all right so what do you want to take off the table
1: i think battle of yavin has to be taken off the table because nothing beats you know we're passing through that all the cockpit's yep. closing Rallying cool. all the fighters, taking off, we're going through the magnetic fields. All the the the, the call-ins of all the fighters. its just iconic. Yeah, it's so good. Like the Vader stuff, Han obviously returning. Like it's just so good. It's honestly like it's too good. It's it would be our number <laughs> one. It would be my number one, a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Battle of Endor, I think, is just also perfect. And I'm like, ah, it's just like utterly perfect. And I think they're just easy ones and twos. That we just take them off the table.
0: Okay. That's fair.
1: Do you I want think to go? Everything against... else is fair. But if, there, if you think there's one more that we should take off, you let me know.
0: No, I, I don't, you know, no. I think we'll, I think let's leave the rest of them on there to talk about. But those two, I, yeah, I think would just be sort of masturbatory at this point or redundant, I guess is the, the term. Yeah. They're just to be like, yeah, yeah that was perfect. awesome. Yeah. Right. I mean, I love all the stages in the end or like it's a pretty simple like strategy with with uh the battle of yavin they just like take off from yavin head over there you know they have to it, it, there's a timeline though or there's time pressure right because yeah. they're going to have a, another planet destroyed if they don't uh, win first so there was that but otherwise it just flew at the yeah. thing
1: they also say like death star approaching at the beginning of that season yeah. Yeah. and it's one of my favorite lines in all of star wars yeah <laughs> I was like, wait, it's coming to us! Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> Death Star's like, here. It's yeah. here to take yeah. out. Yeah,
0: there is yeah. no better name <laughs> for the Death Star. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: too good. Um, um, yeah. So like, I'm going to cut across the X axis and draw fire. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like what? You're like yes. Like you're inventing this like this great Starfighter terminology. I love it. Yeah, and the
0: whole like looking. Uh, at them in the cockpit like face on it's like such a cool look yeah and all their swaggy the chatter ass- red too <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah too good um yeah that's that's yeah. that that scene the sequence altogether is just beautiful i think you could nitpick return of the jedi honestly like it is the pacing the editing and like just jumping to, to the ground skirmish on endor and
0: It was so complicated. It was two completely different stories going simultaneously. I thought it was so fun. It was
1: a little intense. I almost think like I could I could have separated those a little bit out and let each of them breathe almost. You know, know. because that happens in *Phantom Menace* too, where the the Battle of Naboo, the Battle of Naboo has a lot of cuts. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's like I know you've mentioned that. I would say it's a little cut to death. You're dying from by a thousand cuts.
1: Yeah. (laughs) a lot of cutting uh i love what it cuts around too it's like i'm enraptured by everything that's happening but it's it's just a little quick for me
0: okay to my dumb mind i'm just like awesome and then it goes to another thing like i love the pace of it it makes you know the end so frantic and i mean they they do it in every movie now i feel like um you know the prequels and i don't know they're exciting um that was fantastic. You compare that to the second Death Star, the Battle of Endor, and that yeah, it was so complicated. And there was like real military strategy with um with the you know the flanking uh imperial forces, that like star fleet that came in there. And uh it's really cool. This book has the formations during the different stages of the battles of all the ships and what like I don't know if you, knew, but they're all around the executor. That was like the main ship, you know, Vader, Super Star right. Destroyer. I thought there was a couple of those, like, but there's just the one. And so when they finally get the shield generator down, that they go right after the executor. And that's pretty much what won the battle, was taking out their Super Star Destroyer. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the destruction of the Death Star pretty much. So good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I so like that, half, that. Perfect. Yeah, I like that half of that battle more, I think.
1: I also like the vantage point through the uh, the Emperor's view viewport, like behind him. Right. Yes, that is such an awesome vantage of right. the battle that's happening behind. It was just great. I loved it.
0: Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I guess actually it was split into thirds, right? Because you had ground force, Luke's narrative, and then the actual battle, the starfighter battle outside. Um, Luke's thing, I think, is like you can't beat that at all. Like the throne room is like so good. Yeah. That's iconic,
1: yeah. iconic. Just dialogue, iconic character moments.
0: Yes, yeah, man, that that movie's really good. I I've been sleeping on Return Man. It's like, it's kind well, of.
1: Well, it has the Rebel Fleet theme, which is my favorite. Oh, movie, composed by John Williams. Period. Like, yes. Uh, so I started. There's nothing I've heard that that beats it.
0: I agree. I 100 percent agree. I I <laughs> it's started unreal. watching like it. Like, it you so
1: amped. You're like, you yeah. want to join. You want to jump into an X-Wing. Like, yeah, yeah. the music's perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want that. And it starts right away. I I just actually started the um, return, but I haven't finished it. And uh, but I was just that's what struck me is like, as soon as you see the first uh, Imperial shuttle landing in the Death Star, it's like the music is there. It's like, done, and it's it's so good. it's amazing. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, so that battle's perfect. That movie is <laughs> great. Um, so yeah, well, anything else? Anything else? I think we can use. We were debating. I think Scarif taking Scarif off because it's just so good and like yeah, easy one or two. But like, no, I think it. I think it's deservedly in in yeah. the the running because it's it's a modern you know Star Wars and it's an attempt to emulate what we've seen before, but just almost one up it and do different things, be more be yeah. more daring, uh, especially with the character the character beats at the end there or you know, like yeah. you lose all these members of this, uh, rogue one. Like that's, uh, it's tough. Yeah.
0: And then, yeah. And then the ultimate crescendo is the Darth Vader hallway scene, right. But it, uh, but yeah, that whole, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Let's, keep it, let's, keep, it let's keep it in the running Let's keep it in the running. running. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's keep it in the running for sure. Uh, how do you want to do it? You want to go first, flip a virtual coin. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, let's flip a let's flip a coin real quick. Do we have one? I'll flip one right here. any Heads or tails? Uh, tails. There's tails. You go. You can choose. You go first. Scarf, or you choose scarf. <laughs> three. Yeah. For number yeah. three. Oh wow, we're getting right Actually, into.
0: Actually, yeah. I'm gonna Ugh. I'm gonna go. Th- I, I'm not ranking these well. But the bottom line is, is we just started talking about it. And if you don't talk about it, I'm going to it is. It's like it's definitely top three. It could be my favorite. Yeah.
1: Uh, right. Because there's cause... also a draft. And I, I think I don't think we should re- repeat. So, like, no, definitely Scare off the table. That was pretty high on my list. That was like yeah. way up there. So I won't use Scarif. Um yeah. So good. dude. That battle is it stands out like Radis, Just oh. like calling him the Hammerhead Corvettes, like just everything about the, how the shield gets disrupted yeah. how they it's so good like They're everything like, yeah, Bert, that,
0: that's right we're gonna push a superstar boring. destroyer into the shield and, bro- and break <laughs> through it yeah radis is a legend and yeah, this book talks about how you know after that battle he's like a complete folk hero like everyone thinks you know talks about radis like that guy was crazy and he was awesome um, it, died in the uh, battle.
1: But... Eric, like my new favorite X-wing pilot. That guy is yeah outstanding. Uh,
0: there was something about like the blue squadron, like in their like blue uniforms. It was like different but similar, and it like really made you feel like you didn't you didn't really see them in the original trilogy. So you just you get the sense like okay they were there, but we didn't see them for some reason. They were like doing something else. This is a different flavor and just right. making the galaxy bigger with like different squadrons and yeah green and blue squad yeah that
1: actor ben daniels is incredible he plays uh anton merrick um yeah blue outfits uh you also get like general draven in this movie in this movie and he's like incredible in not only this movie but some of the novels he appears in as well okay um so good
0: where was general oh of the uh of the republic or the rebellion sorry
1: yeah rebellion um yeah, you get all that. I mean, Krennic, the whole like tower—it has my favorite stormtrooper death scene in all of Star Wars. In stormtrooper World death 1. scene? Okay, It's when what? the death trooper like falls down the the archive shaft and like just makes that like strange noise. <laughs> it just kind of like wails as he like goes by us or something. It's—I love that scene. It's like it's one of my favorite moments. Um, Krennic? Krennic. Krennic was a fantastic villain. He's kind of yeah. like so good it, it felt like um it just felt like uh um like that actor I'm forgetting the actor Ben Mendelsohn Ben Mendelsohn it felt like he was just like riding off his sort of like dark knight rises sort of like corporate yeah stooge character but like yeah. just being more sniveling in this like it, just, it was just like perfect for him as the kind of genre character actor he can be sometimes and he's also yeah. just an incredible actor in general just in, in you know, even other works I've seen. And so it's like, yeah. I don't know. He's just that was what a great performance. The whole the whole scene was incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was fantastic. That was like great use of a great actor. Like he that was like to me that's like Sir Alec Guinness worthy like acting chops in a in a mm-hmm. Star Wars. Um, but yeah, because like he had such a complicated relationship with Galen Urso and um uh, you know Mads Mickelson. Uh but in the you know, I had read a book which sort of set all that up and mm-hmm. then but in the, in the movie, they like they kind of flesh it out in a couple sentences, you know, like in a couple, yeah. you know, the altercation in the field. And then like later on, I think they have one more chat and like you get it because um, the acting's so good. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that battle is so complicated. The jungle battle. I love that they use like a um, tropical background for this like. And, you know, Imperial base, it was. I thought it looked amazing. They have another map in this battles thing, and it's like it's original content for this. And you're looking down at a map of this uh, space station and it looks kind of like. um, What is the town that the city that I can't think of where it's all it's all made by hand, it's just like they just created like sandbars um, in concentric circles. It kind of looks like the window of uh you know in the emperor's
1: throne room um yes yeah it's just just yeah beautiful geometry that yeah definitely definitely feels like uh, an homage to that but also just like yeah the array the actual solar dish and it was felt very original and then like the array the array felt like uh like a nemoidian you know uh, yes command ship command center um and uh, But it also, it just, like, it was just familiar sort of designs, Macquarian sort of like superstructure designs. Um,
0: yeah, I love. Yeah, I mean, this book obviously is mostly images um, and they're just breathtaking, breathtaking images. Um, but I always love in the um, architectural style of Imperial bases. Um, I know they're like kind of like space brutalist, but I just think they look so cool. Uh, very cool and there's a lot of that in this book so
1: yeah also just the shore trooper outstanding yeah. oh. just design and so sort, of, sort of the, the ground scenes in this are yeah. awesome because you're getting shore troopers death troopers storm troopers you're getting a variety then, yeah of dude troopers.
0: and tank troopers are like yeah. they're like one in 1a like two of the coolest yeah like uniforms
1: they have yes very cool helmet design on the tank trooper um, yeah you also get the the ATATs with the the tan siding in this sort yeah. of like <laughs> beach themed. I
0: think they're um they're actually huge. They're like oh wait they're actually you know, like
1: a they're they're transport they're, ships. Uh, I also feel like they're like a but they're an earlier model though. I feel like they're yeah, um, they're like uh, they're not exactly the ATAT. I think they're something else. Right.
0: Yeah. They had shorter ones and then they had those taller ones that I think were just transporting uh like huge containers
1: like storage yeah. containers. That's right, because it looked like there was it was almost shipment container Yeah,
0: one there. of them was empty and it like looked kind of crazy. I think it was original Macquarie art, but uh for those things. Oh very cool. But yeah that ground battle I mean yeah seeing an ATAT come through the palm trees is like some of the cool stuff. Anyway so we've been gushing over this battle. It kind of has it has it all and it, it doesn't really have the for, a little bit of the force aspect right the cheer way um you know his crisis of faith and um and Bayes malbus is real, real he's the real crisis of faith guy um but then it's just like this like heart story at the center of it the main focus is um just like normal people trying to do the right thing with um
1: yeah you know and there's just true stakes in that scene and yeah and we yeah happen,
0: real stakes
1: we happen to be on the, the bad end of it as uh audience because we're we're focusing on these characters we're, we're growing to love these characters and they're just taken away yeah. from us just at the end of the film it's just it's definitely a gut punch but th- somehow like the hope rides in the plans the actual death star plans in the film i think this is the genius of the script is that the the intel the actual yes. MacGuffin is like is almost like an element of hope instead of just like a prized item. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. lot of the time, there's a, you know, as much as a lightsaber is an incredible MacGuffin to pass around in a film, the the plans that are acquired in this film are like yep. pivotal to like the entire you know Galactic Civil War. Like it's yeah. for for the 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 rebellion victory. The, it's I don't know. It's just. It was well, a great it, it was it was that's why I think it was merited being made just because that story was. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. They're just like, we'll make a story out of the credits. It was just too good an idea to pass up. And I just feel like it was executed perfectly. I mean, you like to add tribute to like the gravity of those Death Star plans, like, you know, what's going to happen. But there, it like there's like 15 minutes where you're on the edge of your seat being like, are they going to make it? <laughs> I mean all the way through like following the plans and like you know in the the Vader hallway scene and then just trying to get it through and um it's a crazy crazy like frenetic like battle at the end and it's it's awesome.
1: That's amazing. Um
0: so that's my that's my
1: first one. That's a great pick. That's such a good pick. That was that was pretty much going to be my number 1 so that's great you picked it. <laughs> yeah, great. So good. Um I'm going to have to go battle of crate. I'm going to have okay. to go with just Ooh, the it. production design, the, the white salt on top of the, the red clay, just the, the how it was used in the poster, how I was, how, how I was using the, the marketing, how the entire film has this like beautiful red throughout. Um, I yeah. think that's just, I think the, the last Jedi is a work of genius. And I think that the, especially the production design and the art direction are top notch, uh, um, at the same time, it's like I have, you know, I have mixed feelings about that, like certain ideas in that film. Like, not ideas per se, but more like just choices, I guess.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's about I it. that's safe. I mean, for everything, you know, we've got, I don't know, at this point, you can't look at like a group of films and media as hard as we do and not have, not notes, but ideas, we'll say generously. The well, we, like, you, I almost know... think the
1: ideas are great in the film. I think just like. Yeah,
0: of course. The... Yeah, but we're going to form our own There's ideas force, naturally about like, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if it did this thing?
1: Yeah, I like that. And how it just kind of reintroduces an audience to the force, like in a way that the first film kind of like didn't do it didn't sit down with us and give us the the force in a way that Luke kind of gives us. And I just yeah. love and the Yoda moment, obviously, this moment, the, the Snoke and Kylo, the villain work. I love the film. It's, a, it's an incredible film. But that battle blew yeah. me away, like just yeah the battle sequence in that just taking this the the land speeders out and like yes what? like ah oh, it looks so good like unreal how how good yeah
0: that like just visually alone it it's so striking it's instantly recognizable um you know we i think another battle we probably should have taken off the table is the battle of hoth um but this one feels like that obviously it's like okay there's there's a rebel base and there's a ground assault with massive um, ATM eights, I think are what they're called yes. or something. Yes. Uh, M sixes, I think. And they, uh, you know, and, and that whole thing, but it's really different. Cause this is really, that was like, Oh, it's a base and we're trying to escape. This place is like, it's a last stand, you know, just like, yeah. you know, they, uh, you know, lost most of their forces, just trying to get there. And they're trying to survive this one battle and they're holed up in a massive bunker. I mean, it it's, it's a really cool concept. And
1: we also get the chewy moment oh uh, like that's attached you yeah. know the whole like Millennium falcon and, and fighting off tie fighters like that's oh so that good. that scene like stole the movie. <laughs> it's like inc- yeah and the the john yeah. williams score kicks in it's uh it's here they come starts playing and yeah uh, it's just oh uh, it's it's perfect it's like perfect visuals for sort of like a, a dog fight going interlaced with this battle yeah,
0: yeah and chewy just like at the top of his game yeah. Just like like, you're basically like, oh.
1: showing us he might be the best pilot in the galaxy. I was like, oh, yeah. like you know, Han's yeah. a lot of talk, but like Chewie backs it up. Like Chewie's ready, you know?
0: Yeah. He, he, oh. that was a lot cleaner. It was still pretty, you know, he hit a couple things on a way through it, through the, place he had
1: porgs like harassing him
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh, right it was, it was like-
1: payback for eating them earlier though
0: you know yeah that's the other thing too is he did it by himself right there was no one in the pilot's chair he was just like did it from the co-pilot's he chair had the
1: right yeah por- the porg with him that was like screeching
0: oh well i wasn't helping i was just like but i mean no one pilots the millennium falcon alone except like only
1: ray per- is a big pretty enough. good pilot as well though i would i would i, I, I would argue did. ray is probably one of the best pilots in the galaxy as well um she even, yeah. like, scolds uh, Poe in Rise of Skywalker. She's like, you, like, yeah. lightspeed skip. Like, how dare you?
0: <laughs> there are, you know, everyone's pushing boundaries, trying yeah. to do their best against the <laughs> final order. Um, Yeah, man. Oh, dude, Chewie. So good. It's but bad. yeah, so great. That was cool. And then, of course, you get, you know, because I know you love uh, force action. You get that you get a, you get standoff
1: force moment. Yeah. Yeah. You get Luke's death, which is like, honestly, like, yeah, the most powerful thing this movie does is basically gives you the final moment with Luke Skywalker before he passes. Yeah. This. Um, pretty, pretty incredible beat. like that's just, it was just felt like a very momentous moment in the, the, the overarching Canon. I was yeah. like, oh, this is the end of Luke. Wow. Yeah. You know,
0: I never really thought of it like that, but that, you know, each one of those movies was, marked by the death of the original like one of the original three like the main three which is kind of somber and i don't know if it's necessary but <laughs> i mean cool that's the way they did it they just sort of i would I would they were like we'll figure it. it out
1: in seven years and then mando yeah. is like their new testing bay for just de-aging and like doing all types of crazy you know face gen stuff uh morphing
0: yeah we'll see it would be wild if we got another original three member <laughs> like digitally reproduced in that show i think luke's enough It's but, so uh, good.
1: um yeah yeah i and like you know like if that technology was if they were if they're trying to explore some of the um some of the de aging technology earlier, I would have loved to have seen like sort of young Luke moments blended with like what happened after Return of the Jedi, like set up, you know, like almost like what Lord of the Rings does, like more yeah. set up Luke, like a lot of set up Luke. Cause like I feel like we were, we were kind of like, we were already doing flashbacks. Like if you watch the films, there are flashbacks there. Yeah. So I don't see why not just jumping back and doing more, I don't know, sort of like Tolkien esque setup.
0: I feel that, man. I feel that
1: but, uh, anyways, that battle blew my mind. like just the just the color, the contrast, yeah, I just felt um, uh, just just popped in every way. Um, the the laser battering ram that kind of comes into the end there. like, what? Yeah,'
0: what is that? Yeah, the laser battering was like, I was like, wait, I didn't see that
1: originally. Remember that? Yeah. That's part of that. That's part of that.
0: They're like, well, we're going to need this. And then what is towing? I feel
1: like it's being towed by like two random.
0: Oh, yeah. Then it's like these towing like (laughs) machines as well to carry it. And it's like, why does it need like 600 feet of lead on either end? Like no one knows. It's like, that's just how you tow it. Uh, I think it works because. Something they don't talk about at all, but uh, the supremacy, which if you've seen it in any of the other like picture, you know, books that they have about the last Jedi, it's like impossible to like understand the scale of how humongous the supremacy is. Like in its wings, Star Destroyers dock. Like it's got room for like 20 star destroyers docking in its wings. It's it's a mobile city and it's their command city. And that was a strategic thing by that Snoke did to you know like you'll never find our hideout because our hideout can move um which is a common theme that you know hideouts and like planets that are off the grid hidden worlds um where you can amass a force it's like one of the major parts of battles in the stars like that's one of the yeah.
1: things the first order was very covert i mean they were you had operation cinder where the emperor basically had a contingency plan where he had almost, had almost everything destroyed like a lot of imperial data banks, like yeah. just storage, like all types of things were just destroyed and yeah. s- entire um, like units and um, divisions were like wiped out. And like basically there was a sort of like Darwinian survival of the fittest that happened and sort of these cer- specific officers like elevated to learn these kind of like these secrets about a a new sort of convergence of remnant Imperials in the unknown regions and then out there they basically worked on a, you know they built new bases they gathered a new fleet uh, obviously what's going on in Exegol seems to be a result of all of that um, yeah yeah so it's, it's just fascinating how covert they were and then the supremacy is this sort of like just mega starship that is yeah uh, obviously a moving base uh,
0: well that was another one of the things is that you know there's a lot of information about it like sort of Mandoverse era stuff, which it's alluded to in a lot of the books, but it's synthesized well here. Um, and it's essentially the new Republic, like an essential part of the, you know, yeah, the new Republic under Mon Mothma was demilitarization. It's like, you can't topple an imperial, you know, an imperialist regime and then still have a massive military. It just, it's, bad optics to everyone that's going on, you know, it's like, did you just, did, you know, you just replace one dictator with another, like what's going on? Plus with all the disinformation flying around from the empire. Um, so yeah, that demilitarization, they said they, they reduced their fleet by 90%, the, uh, the new Republic, which is huge. I mean, that's like, that's nothing. Um, so yeah, by doing that, they you know they had a lot of blind spots. They couldn't patrol everything, and that's how the first order rose to prominence. And I, I think the Mandoverse is gonna show us what's going on there.
1: Yeah, but so crate. I think just the last Jedi all around just has the best sort of new vehicles and new starships. Just yeah, uh, when it comes to wars in the stars. And I mean, do Poe take? I mean, if I guess the the um, the evacuation of Dakar is still on the on the list. So. Yeah, we'll just push forward, and if that comes up, we can talk about that because that is that is considered a battle, I believe. So because yeah. I mean Poe does fight fight off that uh um uh, that one that one giant the starship the um uh, and the bombers attack. It's just a, yeah, it's yeah. definitely a battle sequence, you know. Yes, absolutely.
0: Um, oh yeah, you yeah in in Dakar, yeah that yeah. Yeah, it kind of is. It is sort of Fury Road, that whole movie. Like, that plot line's like one battle. But they break it up in here, um, and I'm taking Jason Fry's word for it. Um, All right, are you ready for another battle? Let's go. All right. My second uh, favorite battle is the Battle of Sullust. Um, Oh, so
1: good. Is That one's behind you right now?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. We have our war backdrops behind us on... um, you know, okay. on the Skype, um, and yeah.
1: that's what that ship was called in The Last Jedi. I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> okay, there you go. That was gonna bother you. The full name, best Atrix. name
1: ever. Sorry,
0: yeah. I mean, they put so much effort into these names, and they're so amazing. Did the executor, I just think, is like the coolest name for a superstar yeah. and
1: wear. it was a dreadnought class, so
0: yeah, it was, it was very cool, yeah. So, wait, the full and matrix, yeah. Um, So Sullust, I have a soft spot in my heart for this planet, but this is, you know, we're learning about the foundations of it as a military power because it is um, in the Imperial era, era for sure was turned into essentially just like raw materials for the Kuat drive yards, Uh, the Kuat, um, you know, they make all the star destroyers for the empire. So it was a massive strategic Uh, location and um, it was taken over and actually that was the base of operations for the battle of endor ultimately after um the rebellion won the battle of solace so yeah rebellion versus empire and uh, a lot of it takes place in battlefront and battlefront 2 um the books twilight company cover a lot of that battle um and i enjoyed those and obviously i played the games a lot so you could be there so it's like I mean, I don't know what it was originally, but and hopefully the High Republic will tell us what it was like. Like I mean, it could have been a Verdan planet, but at this point, it's just like a volcanic planet. Um, and it was yeah. they were the most fun and beautiful maps to play on in um, the Battlefront series. And uh, and it's just like so stunning. So instead of like white and red, like Crate, it's black and red everything's black and red and um and then of course you have the Solstians themselves which are cool Nine Nub um was discovered here here was a he was a he was a, a rebel himself on Solace before on a small scale um, and then joined uh after that battle so of course that's
1: that's a big one. I, I loved that mission playing as I think Landa yeah. Battlefront uh and that is that that takes place before the battle of Endor or Yep is that- yeah that's that before yeah. Okay. yeah that was a great mission um just the the aesthetic it's like a lava world like let's talk about what solace yeah. solace is a lava planet it's basically yeah. it's like mustafar but almost more craggy and almost it's just like yeah
0: it has more cooled
1: lava and then it just, has the imperial brutalist stuff just like basically entrenched into like the the mountain yeah. side of the escarpments it's like gorgeous it's gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's very cool like very cool because yeah. it's like unlike mustafar it's not sort of like mystic mysticism with Vader's castle and whatnot. It's like, it's very much industrial and, but like in a lava world, almost like what the Mustafar, Mustafarian natives of Mustafar, what they were doing in revenge of the Sith, what you saw, they were kind of, it looked like they were industrial to, to a degree moving like shipping containers.
0: Yep. Another place in in an earlier time, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I guess there's not too much to go into. You know, uh, Nine Nub was an you know
1: insurrection. Also, versus. stormtroopers like the white stormtrooper armor pops yes. on Sullust. Like yeah. it's pretty cool. Like it's a pretty cool uh, look contrast. I know I mean, it's, it's, it's it's almost like crate level red and white, but it's you'd have the white you know Imperials against the craggy, you know, ashen um, volcanic
0: background. Right. It's so you hot, got the contrast. So. I know. Actually, I wonder. You don't really. You don't get any ground troops or many shots of ground troops on crate. Probably because it just like vanish. It would be white on white. Yeah. On red. Uh, I
1: would love to see like a salt trooper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: man. Yeah, they had. This, this is little... a little teardrop tattoo, like right on its like underneath its
0: eye. <laughs> <Either>. <laughs> Pure salt. Uh, I love that. I love that.
1: Um, yeah, so that's solace. Um, solace. so, what, so what else you got? Okay, let's go back to my list here. Um, all right, this is tough because now we're getting to like just we're getting to two and one here. So, two, so solace, you just love that. That's like an iconic look. You're just a, that's a great battle.
0: It's a great battle. I and love it because of the Kuat novels, drive
1: yards. Mainly, you get more information from the novels about that one, yeah. Twilight Company. The
0: Nile the novels and the games are kind of where that lives. And actually I kind of undersold that it's two- on two fronts. so there's the ground battle, but it the whole ground battle is for the space battle. Um, where they need to actually destroy the shipyards themselves. Um, and that's an amazing, like, yeah. it's like a, like a dark right. right. If we're going to do that, if we're going to
1: jump into novels, like, I, there's definitely some in Alphabet Squadron that I love, but I got to say, I'm just going to go with it. This is a big battle, the Battle of Jakku. Oh, that's just a good one,
0: man. That was on my list.
1: Reading about it in Aftermath, Emperor's Empire's End, like, reading yeah. about just all of the detail um, on what was happening there. It has, incredible sort of like starship stuff. Uh, obviously Battlefront games highlight that battle as well. Yeah. Um, it has like this incredible, I guess there's like a, there's sort of an energy field on in at the core of the planet. And yeah. the core of the planet is almost like it's hinted at that the core of the planet was almost like as, as constant as much concentrated Kyber as like Illum or like Killer. Like there's something about Jakku being like the dead heart of like uh, Kyber, something like that. And there's like this crazy energy field there that basically when triggered like, creates a sort of gravitational pull and pulls all starfighters, star destroyers, all cruiser-class ships just towards the desert and basically, like, um, you know, crashing them into the sands. And uh, that is just so crazy. And it just has a great kind of, like, Gallius Rax is in that scene. And Gallius Rax is having flashbacks to, like, playing chess with the Emperor. Like, it's just awesome. Like, and then Battlefront, Battlefront, there's, like, but you go into the Battle of Jakku. You could fight in the Battle of Jakku in yeah. the Battlefront games.
0: Yeah, that was a fun map, too, actually. I had a lot of fun. There. <laughs> like the crash thing in the middle. And, and you
1: see like... it. You see the aftermath in The Force Awakens. Like, it's all there. Like, you still yeah. you kind of can see what happened there. And then you. it, it leaves it up to your imagination as an audience member. It's like, you know, how, how epic that was. And
0: uh, I know. And the Battle of Jakku, it's up. really like, it's really kind of esoteric. Not... You'd have to dig a little bit. It was a lot of early novels that talked about early in the new canon that talked about it. But it's like it was the culmination of all of uh, Palpatine's efforts to form um, Operation Cinder and like what Operation Cinder was is like he wanted to destroy both sides right. and like open it up for his his new order. Um and that was the whole point. And so pivotal, he pivotal
1: battle. So just a yeah. really pivotal battle in the storytelling. Right. Basically, the transition from the Civil War to yeah. the uh, the First Order. Um, right. And he
0: like you know the yeah the Emperor handpicked the people he wanted to start the First Order and pulled them into the unknown regions, and then you know left everyone else to be cannon fodder and like to I just like,
1: love that plot. I kinda like really would love to see that plot live action just because it's like who are these worthy sort of successors that he chooses and like why are they chosen? It's almost like a great mystery uh thriller as well. And then it's also yeah, I just love that.
0: We do get um we do get one POV in the um Chuck Wendig aftermath series uh in Ray Sloan, and she's very interesting Imperial commander. Um, and she does end up going with this, the teams back to uh, the Unknown Regions. And I think we see her in Exegol. Yes. Uh, I think yeah. she's on the deck um, there. So yeah. it's like she made it the whole. I think
1: she appeared in Squadrons, too, when you yep. played
0: oh, Squadron or something. Totally. Yeah. yeah, she was the antagonist across yeah. from Paris and Dula in Squadrons. There's um, Squadron stuff in this book, too. The mm. Skyhawk. That whole, like, Skyhawk plot, is Right. It
1: like? There's really cool battles in that game as well. That's yeah. But um, yeah, so Battle of Jakku for me, just because some of that imagery of just crash star destroyers, like it's just it it was inspiring. And uh, just to think of what that battle must have looked like. And then also reading about the battle, knowing that like Luke basically like chimed in via Holofeed feed to like all the starfighters. Yeah. And, like what? Like he's yes. like, let's go. Like, Commander yeah. Skywalker just like rallying everyone like in this this kind of war in the aftermath of the Civil War. It's It's, it's so cool.
0: That was like one of the coolest things. And it was it was told in the in the Aftermath series in like a fever dream of your POV character. Like they were like, you know, just gotten shelled and were half out of it and then just like saw the image of Luke Skywalker being like Red five reporting in. And, you know, yeah, unbelievable. Um, And I would love I would love more of that speech. If we got that in the Mandoverse, I would be really, really excited. Um, Yeah, that's a good one, man. Yeah, the ground stuff is dark too because it's like they're starting to take in strays and turn them into stormtroopers, and like they're like really the the ones that survived to Jakku were like really they were all those like orphans, but they were like evil orphans gathered by Brendel Hux. Um, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's in the Phasma novel. Who they? Think yeah. They a lot of that.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, they were grimy. They were grimy stormtroopers. Yes. Um, oh wait, and we get. Snap Wexley and um and
1: oh yeah the Burners uh, Bones the murder-
0: Bone Mr. Bones
1: Mr. Bones yeah yeah, yeah. Nora Mr. Wexley too incredible character um
0: yeah. yeah yeah Nora wexley's a great character um those yeah, books Snap are just
1: was great. great the Aftermath books are fantastic um yeah and if you like played Battlefront like you almost I think those books are like a perfect companion to that game almost and like yep And the first Force Awakens, obviously, it's like just to understand the the Battle of Jakku is just had so much so many more layers to me as a viewer, because I think I had read Aftermath just before like watching the film.
0: Right. I mean, they, they go into it. You see it in the Aftermath books, but I don't think you see it from any other POV. I don't like there's no comics about the Battle of Jakku. The games are sort of around it. It's
1: it's kind of veiled in secrecy, too. There there was something at the center of that planet, this secret installation. Yeah. uh, yeah. Pretty cool.
0: Um, Very cool, man. Yeah, I'm glad you picked that one because that was on my list, too, and I didn't know if I was going to get to it. Um,
1: Yeah. Should we go obscure? Are we going to go more obscure or are we going to go, like, more iconic at this point? Like I'm
0: going. So we each have one more guess. I think you're going up to your, like, favorite. I'm going the other direction. I think my favorite sort of towards the obscure. And yeah. uh, I've got one that's pretty obscure. And my last final choice. Uh, this is obviously a hard one, but I don't know. This this battle just struck me. It's it's, it's the canon battle or of legends. It's canon. It's it has to be canon. I'm not I'm not. Legend.
1: Oh, it does that's a, that has to be okay.
0: No, no, actually, no. If you know a lot more. No, honorable mentions, about honorable mentions.
1: We'll talk about some legend stuff. And there's, I think, we'd be remiss not to mention what Adam would pick.
0: I know, and that's number. what. So I'm it would
1: be his number one, too. He would. Yeah, it would be.
0: It would be. And I think we should talk. We will talk about it right now, because I'm going to pick the other battle that happened concurrent with Adam's pick, which is the Battle of Mandalore.
1: Oh. So. Okay. It's, oh, you're talking other... about the Battle of Mandalore. Is, are you talking about Clone Wars, like the Death Season Watch 7. versus Satine and all that stuff? Dude, yeah.
0: So good yeah it's, i mean it's, a lot
1: of jetpack action like a lot of just like sweet like it was crazy because like i always pictured mandalore to be almost like more um naturalistic like yeah more a part of nature and almost like jedi-esque in a way and um it's quite the opposite it's a, yeah. uh, it's a kind of
0: it's a so war-torn urban. they live in domes they live in like biodomes right. because like the you know generations and thousands and thousands of years of war have like scoured the planet, so yeah,
1: they have and those to. Those little of... zones are like massive cities, basically.
0: Yeah, exactly. But you can live out in the wild. It's just like it's it's hard country, um, and yeah. So I, I, yeah, I mean, so this is mall adjacent, but it's kind of my favorite mall. There was a, a great Clone War where where Sidious has finally had enough of Obstart Mall. Like running Mandalore, like that's enough where he became a nuisance. And um Palpatine goes Sidious goes to Mandalore and just puts the smack down on Maul and Um Savage personally. It's awesome. It's uh, I mean it's it's awesome and it's dark, and it's just he's just like, you know what? I'm gonna just take care of this myself. And he's like, I created Savage, that guy,
1: I believe, on Mandalore. Is that right?
0: I think that's where Savage died. I think that's, right. I think that's where Savage. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a rough. Um. And yeah, Maul escapes with his life, but he still is running Mandalore from the shadows. Like death, like he's he's just he's doing the same thing as he was before, but he was he's doing it more covert now. Um, and uh, so Katano puts an end to that. So he's doing that. Bo uh, Bo Katan is like, you know, this is a real threat here. Like Maul is a real guy, and we need to get him out of here. And so she appeals to Ahsoka Tano for help. Ahsoka's already out of the order at this point, but um, agrees to help. And, you know, they finagle away where Captain Rex hires her as, like, a, a, Ahsoka as a consultant. And um, they go into this battle with the 501st um, under the command of Ahsoka and, you know, Rex. Um, and then, but they're kind of outmatched because Deathmatch, it's on their territory. Um, Deathmatch, Deathwatch. Um and they're all the you know Death Watch is all decked out in their mall gear, like their mall look, yeah. which is a oh. sweet look. It is a pretty sweet look. It's like the armor, but it's like a lot of red and black face paint yeah.
1: and mouse paint. I've yet to acquire that Black Series figure, but I will. That would be that'd be a good one.
0: Wait, so there's like there's mall Black Series figures?
1: Yeah, they're out there. yeah.
0: that's that's <laughs> sweet. Yeah, but uh, Lodge, it just. Ultimately, the battle means nothing because as soon as it's over, Order 66 happens and it's just like, oh, OK, but it's our only like in canon Mandalorian war that we get. And sort of the first introduction to like the relationship between Mandalore and the Empire and. um hmm. I just think it lays down a lot of – it did a lot of good connective t- t- tissue synergy-wise for Mandalorian. What we're looking at now um, in the Mando – you know, with the show The Mandalorian and um, Boba Fett and ultimately Ahsoka. I think well, it's also great. in
1: Mandalorian, we learn about the Mandalorian Jedi Wars of the past, mm-hmm. which yeah we don't know enough about to basically put them on our list just yet. But it's, right. it's fascinating. I really hope – that's really the next trilogy that I think could be could, – we can yeah. get is basically exploring those wars tar Vizla, the birth of the dark saber you know like
0: yeah that would be amazing that stuff. would to me that would feel like game of thrones star wars yeah pretty, in a good way pretty
1: awesome yeah <laughs> it'd yeah. be probably almost perfect if you had like great actors you know like yeah
0: because you'd have like great houses of the um of mandalore and then, you know, all the that would be like the Thrones, the Game of Thrones. And then you'd have the Jedi at that time period, which could be wild, like, you know, thousands. I mean, it's the first thousands years, to right?
1: be trained as a Jedi, like as a right. figure in the, right. the storytelling.
0: It's so you could just open theory. up like all theory, these new theory. Jedi. Yeah. A whole new feeling like it could be so like decadent and like the jedi could be weird you know what i mean yeah the jedi like, could
1: be like kind of like not the heroes like, it'd be cool yeah. you have like a nice angle on the jedi that's not so biased. you know it's like yeah yeah instead of, of like
0: virtuous <laughs> it's like a little too opulent and like self important like
1: like what do they look like as a faction in the galaxy and you're right yeah man you're siding with the mandalorians
0: yeah they could be like super actually like lit- elitist you know yeah just like feel like there's something else. Or, I mean, I think the more fun way would probably be to go super religious. Like it would be like a church, you know, but not Christian. It would have to be something with like a lot of religious zealots and like, but maybe there's corruption in there because of like, you know, power or whatever that they have over people. Cause they're just like, you know, wizards. I don't know. It could be, well, just yeah.
1: that here. <laughs> no, that'd be so cool. Cause you could create like a really fun plot mechanic where it's like the Mandalorians think they're, just in doing something and then yeah the jedi intervene but the jedi it's really for like bureaucratic needs at the core like they could be really crazy
0: exactly exactly yeah and then yeah then you have Tar Vizla who's the you know breaches both sides and ties it mm-hmm. together and like what's the construction of the i mean of course that's my number one question yeah. the bullet is what's the construction of the dark saber like like yeah, what's, that in that thing? Yeah, what's in that
1: yeah what's in yeah
0: yeah, how is that thing made? Like, you know, <laughs> did you have to like sacrifice like some, you know, extinct creature or something? Yeah, to like kill that?
1: a dark lord uh, of the sun. Oh, yeah.
0: Right. The Kyber crystal is bathed in the blood of some like Sith lord or something. Like, I don't know how, Yeah, something buckled All right. Up.
1: Number Anyways, one. Anyways, that, that would
0: be cooler, but um, yeah, that's that's mine. The Mando War. It was just poetic. Yeah, it's so a beautiful so. series and Ahsoka, something, something.
1: Satine yeah. and Obi, like, ah, so, yeah. so. Like, all the way there for those characters, yeah. Um, all right. my number one? You ready for this?
0: No, I'm not ready. This but is
1: this on. is literally ranked as my lowest ranking Star Wars film. All right, all right. My number one battle is the battle over Coruscant.
0: See, I thought that was going to be uh, Adams, but but uh, it okay.
1: No, Dude, numero nuts. uno for me, yeah. just because I have never been more riveted by the opening of a Star Wars film than I was watching revenge of the Sith. It was the perfect opening ever. I almost wish it just hung in that battle sequence longer without revealing the pilots. It just I'm almost like loop the first, I don't know, 30 seconds over and over again. Uh, it was just so good. Um, I love that. I love the droids. I love the idea of fighting yeah. droids. I feel like that's super perilous. I feel like the droids have nothing to lose and they're just like numerous. It's, there's something terrifying about fighting droids in space. I think, um, it's like, <laughs> yes, I by, I, it's, it's yeah. just kind of like,
0: because they're like breathing out there. They're moving yeah. around. Like there's no restrictions and, in frighteningly frightening agility. And like, yeah. And they, they don't have the same fear that you have, which is like, if I get outside of this cockpit, I am dead instantly.
1: Yes. Yeah. And you get some sweet moves by Anakin and Obi-Wan. Um, you get some classic R2 moments that I people deem too slapstick and I deem absolutely spot on perfect. And I absolutely love all the R2 beats in that. I do too, yeah. You know, I think it's just super. Because he's
0: up. like he battle hardened too. Yeah,
1: you know? it's his moment.
0: Yeah, he's like, that's his like Vader moment, but like not in a bad way. Like he's he's a, a hardened war veteran at that point here. He's taken out battle droids himself.
1: Yeah, that's pretty it, sweet. That's what I think. There's also uh, a lot of, like, super meta stuff in this scene where, like, yeah, again, where Obi, like, his legs get crushed. and Yeah. Um, uh, Anakin's like, his fate will be the same as ours, and there's that sort of, like, yeah, it is the same. Um,
0: but no, so, go into that more, because you team, told me that for the, the first the team time.
1: Beat with, with Dooku, like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, that it. whole sequence is nuts.
0: It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. that whole thing, and uh, just um Christopher Lee's a look on his face when they're in like the sword the lightsaber battle when he's in the lightsaber battle with Anakin to
1: be left alive
0: yeah but he Give even before the sure. final part like you see yeah. in the mid battle Christopher Lee recognized that he's overpowered by Anakin right and he's, yeah. he's like oh whoa
1: he's like oh and his hands just, uh, just
0: yeah and then it was like bing bing bang 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 your hands are gone. <laughs>
1: That was wild to see. In like a, I don't know. That was. I don't think Disney would do that. Honestly, just like hands clean off. Yeah, I don't think you'd get that today. Honestly, I guess we do get some gnarly stuff in in Mando. In we
0: public. get some. Yeah, we get people bisected and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, that happened. Doors.
1: Like, immediately. Yeah, that was great. Um, um,
0: yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, it's the the first. You know, three minutes to me are just pure joy. It, like. Diving out, you know, or diving into the battle from the point of view of Obi-Wan or, you know, Anakin and then like right being right on their tail as they fly through a battle
1: yeah. that
0: I mean, <laughs> nothing will ever compare to that moment.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, and seeing that Star Wars moment. Though. Yeah. Seeing that in like 2003 or whatever, like that was. Just I don't so, know, just it was just iconic. So it just like set the set created the path for like the films that came after it? Um, for that sort uh, of
0: thing. Absolutely. Can I share this um, quote with Roger Guyette, that same uh, ILM person? He goes, um, as, as a visual effects supervisor, I've been fortunate enough to have helped craft some of these battles. When ILM created the opening sequence of Revenge of the Sith, the Battle of Coruscant, the fate of the galaxy was on the line. It was epic in scope and yet very personal. While the audience needed to experience the scale of the battle with an intensity that we hadn't yet seen in Star Wars, their attention needed to be squarely centered on Obi-Wan and Anakin. Um, and then he goes on the same balance. It's There's also like, layered,
1: right? like the plot is incredible. They're saving the Chancellor. Yeah. And it's not like the High Republic where the Chancellor is just at a fair and she has two, you yeah. know, powerful lions that protect her. And Yeah,
0: he looks helpless. Palpatine looks He's helpless.
1: basically just like strapped to a chair. That these Jedi have to save him in a cruiser that's basically like a flagship that they want to bring down anyways. And like... yeah. Uh, that plot is great that's a great starting point for anything it's just it's so immediate it's so yeah. epic and then again personal it's like Anakin and Palpatine uh, Palpatine is Anakin's mentor let's be real the entire time yeah Anakin did find his father even at the very end of Phantom Menace it's basically the hint of the entire thing is basically Palpatine is going to step in and be the shadow mentor yeah. you know
0: yeah it's that's where it all comes to culmination but um, yeah, he definitely is Anakin. You're right. It's like he is Anakin's father, whether it's biological or force-created or not at all, which I think not yeah. at all is the answer. Um, it's pretty cool um, that they That's have That's all that. in that
1: and, scene. You feel it. Right.
0: And they're flexing Anakin's abilities at the other end of the Clone Wars, right? Like how much he's grown as a warrior. And where is right. that? Um, and, you know, he's the star of the show there.
1: And this is revenge. It's also a revenge payoff because... Yeah we uh dooku took his arm in the previous movie.
0: Totally, totally. Um and uh yeah. So and then this kind of starts at the beginning of the end, but uh it's a it's a it's a fantastic battle. What was the battle you thought Adam wanted? What was his number one?
1: Gonna be? Oh, the Yuzongvong War. Oh, oh are you kidding <laughs> me? Uh, uh, and we're talking about legends, the Great Sith War. Yeah. Um, is my ultimate favorite. Which actually, if you read those tales of the Jedi comics, I believe Exar Kun, the the the, the evil Sith, that's sort of like um, or a Jedi turned Sith who, who goes against the Jedi Order and wages war against them. Uh, he he has a line where he says like, "We will be the spark that burns the Republic down." It's it's basically what you hear in the Last Jedi with like the spark that will burn the First Order down. It's that mm-hmm. same line, but just on the other side this predates it you know uh what 20 years and it's um yeah 20 you know 30 years basically and it's um it's just a cool line and uh it's just a crazy zealot of a a dark lord waging war against the republic lots of sith and jedi fighting each other you get like dinosaur jedi you get (laughs) it's a cool alien a non a non-human jedi that i adore and i wish we get more would get more of that um, i know they got to start that.
0: giving non-humans their due in the galaxy i love when
1: it gets zany and weird like yeah. give you strange you know new um species and you know people to see yeah. uh, i love that stuff uh trying to think other great battles um and wars um i like silly the...
0: oh I like oh, the lethal battle from, um, oh, you know, from uh, rebels, uh, because it's you've got Thrawn is your opposite number, and he's you know battles take on a new shape when you're going up against him, and at that point we get sort of peak um, Specter Squadron, um, and it's pretty great. Uh, yeah. That's a fun battle, and then you, you get the the Bendu out of nowhere. <laughs> and Bendu's like so good. It's that's um it's a crazy battle.
1: Yeah, in the the um, Mon Calamari uh, episodes of Clone Wars, like yes. Mon Cala episodes, that the, in the those comics, scenes yeah, teams were incredible. And then the Vader comic, when you get the, um, what is it, mutiny on M- Mon Cala? It's like when you get all that yep. stuff, and you, yeah, That's you get Vader different. leading inquisitors on Mon Cala, like hunting Jedi amidst a sort of war. It's like a naval right. war, and like there's scuba troopers, and there's like. Yeah. it is a crazy it's just a crazy i think there's a coup
0: by akbar's son
1: that's right there's a coup yeah um gay and yeah not gay i forget his first name but yeah so good um yeah just incredible And they do escape i guess the monk calamari do escape a few of them are contingent um it's pretty cool um, the jedi there does like the first order thing with all the clone troopers remember that yeah um, that was a pretty sweet force moment when we talk about force moments amidst battles and um campaigns. It's pretty cool. um. I'm trying to think what other I mean, the, the Battle of Naboo. like the Battle of Naboo yeah. is epic. It's not my favorite battle, but it was groundbreaking at the time. Like seeing yeah. that battle is just stunning. Seeing it. The, it was like just, to me, that's where maybe yeah. the slapstick like amidst the battle like I, The thing for me is like the first battle of Geonosis is exactly what I want. I just want footage like that where it's just like random battle footage because I just want to see what that aesthetic looks like when there's an actual like campaign happening and it's not like Jar Jar just doing slapstick stuff with the the, the, the bomb bomb balls or whatever like the yeah. um, It was funny. I liked it at the time. I was younger. I was a kid, but um,
0: they're like battling on the "Mm, the Windows 97 backdrop yeah um
1: and i'm, I'm I, saying like gungan's going like crazy on battle droids like you could do crazy stuff
0: yeah yeah that was a funny battle i was like what am i looking at right now i remember the first time, but it was cool then like, like you the green pastures and like you know the way it, like that the super battle droids and the um and the battle droids look the bd1 units like how they unfurled it was it's like yeah, tanks it's cool. that
1: scene is thrilling it's riveting when the yeah. tanks actually stop it's actually a fantastic moment when the all the um, battle droid the carrier tanks the the droid carriers basically stop and then they like that they open like the shell opens and the the rack of troopers like uh emerges that that is
0: i think it's the sound design that yeah um, saves that whole thing because it's just like you really feel the ships like moving around you like when they're deploying the troop transports that look really cool the like you know flying carriers And, you know, it's just like hearing the gears turn um, as it extends like an arm, like deploying BD1 units and stuff like to me, that's what makes those scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. good.
1: Battle Um, of Naboo. So good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then like so many portions that to you. I mean, I actually I looked at the Battle of Kashyyyk. There's something that's just like so classic about the Battle of Kashyyyk. It's like, you know, it's a beachfront um, invasion. And then, you know. Wookiees on their own turf with the crazy wortcher trees like growing up. And uh, yeah, it it's I love that battle.
1: That's a great battle. And like the, the technology of you know, the, the, the the Wookiee whatever, like those yeah. like dragonfly looking sort of. Yeah, like, um, and like speakers. air catamarans and stuff. And so cool. I was I really like the design of the. Wookiees yeah. Stuff.
0: And then there's like all the like camo troopers. That's like pretty cool. Like the camouflage, like, right. like, is that
1: his name? Like, Commander yeah. green. like, they created
0: on. this, like, really beefy scout trooper, like, armor for that, just that one battle. And, like, um, it's a really cool design,
1: right? He's got the scout, it's like the prototype scout design. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, yeah, Yoda,
0: of course, being Yoda. his yeah, thing. Some... Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: That's that a great cool. Order 66 beat there, too, because you get the war. What's cool about that battle is you get the Order 66 mid-battle, and Yoda's there. Yeah. So, like, where's Yoda in the galaxy when Order 66 goes on? Turns out Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. And about to get taken down. Like, yeah, pretty cool beat there. Um,
0: You're not going to sneak up Megiddo
1: on Megiddo looked amazing. That yeah. battle. Yep. Was that the Plo Koon one or whatever? Which one? Where was Plo Koon?
0: Plakun like... was at um, uh, the uh, Cato Nemoidea. Oh, was he? That was the suspended. Oh, so
1: Kadi Mundi. Yeah, was in at Megiddo, which is like the snow yeah, cover. Yeah,
0: Mundi. Yeah, it was Megiddo. and he had that awesome group of Marines. They oh, like those pro- clone groups.
1: Marines, because yeah. Kadi Mundi was always outspoken on the council, where he was like, "Here, you know what? Here's what really needs to happen." You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, was very very busy in the Clone Wars man. He, he was, was like,
1: like when you think about Yoda and Mace like leading the council, like I feel like Kenny Mundi's like right there with them. He's yeah. kind of like the other voice. I feel like totally. Totally. Without Ealya and, and Plo Koon.
0: Yeah, and actually no one else ever talks. It's like Mace, Yoda, ki mundi and like I mean even Obi-Wan's just sit along for the ride. But uh, those three make all the decisions and everyone just sort of nods and they're like, "Yep, good call."
1: obi we is just like leg crossed, like strumming goatee.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love it. He's such such a pimp.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's what you'd want to be if you were a Jedi. You'd be like, yeah. this is the kind of Jedi I would like to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. He's just cynical, yeah. but like learns just all about data and knowledge. And I don't know,
0: Yeah, he plays it. the game. He knows how to play the game. He has his own cynicism. He deals with his own things. But it's just it's like Obi Wan's stoicism, which is just yeah. that's <laughs> what I. Your he's your boss, just like with class. Like I just think that stoicism is like
1: that's first he, Jedi he, to take out a Sith in the thousand years. Like yeah, come on, like let's go. That was like the best story beat ever.
0: It was pretty cool, and I think worthy of him. So he's like already an all star. Like yeah, but um, I don't know. He's he's always he's just like humble, does his thing doesn't want, you know, too much power responsibility, just doing his best and um but the poor guy got taken for a ride. Anyway, um is well, like pretty
1: I guess there's it's not really a battle. Hey, there is a battle there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, In... oh, yeah, with um yeah, a big one there with the 212th, I think, is uh Obi-Wan's troopers the commander Cody.
1: Yeah. that's a there's a battle there. That's the final battle I think of the Clone Wars. Right? <sighs>
0: Uh, there's a couple. No, then there's well, this one leads lists Maegito, uh, Salukami, Kato Namoidia, and Felucia as ending after.
1: Okay, um, so like Order 66 happens, and there's like there are these battles happening elsewhere in the galaxy at the same time. I just thought because Grievous was under the power that like the council was like, this will finally bring an end to like this, right?
0: more. I think those other battles were still being fought, so it's probably like they all ended within a few hours of each other, but for whatever reason they're listing, that's the the order. Um, and yeah, of course, we didn't talk about Felicia. Um, that's a uh, map in Battlefront 2, mm-hmm. um, and it's beautiful but kind of annoying to get around because there's so much vegetation, which is like what I imagine that real planet is like to move around in. But, um, I think it was Ayala Sakura was the Jedi there yes, that she yes. get killed.
1: So um, cool. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, if there was a game, if there's another Battlefront three coming out, like, what planet would do you think there could be a oh. conflict on? Like, what terrain would be cool to cover? Dude, great question. Like, great. I'm great trying to figure out like what what's like. Dude, Dathomir, there's no war on Dathomir, so you would never
0: see that. Not that I
1: can Imbara, tell. Is there any wars on Umbara? I feel like that's a pretty cool planet. Um, yep. Uh, Mimban would be a fun map in a Battlefront game. Yeah,
0: it would. That was actually on my. That was like I had like I just started listing some places. I'm like that one's pretty cool. Mimban was on there because it's like you don't really. I don't even remember seeing the Mimbanis. They have like a like a drawing of what the Mimbanese look like. They're like mm-hmm. kind of a bird people um yeah. or you know they have sort of like a bird skull for their face um and they actually they wear like reeds and stuff to blend yeah yeah it's right yeah like
1: almost like a ghillie suit they look very yeah careful. yeah it's kind of cool
0: and you know big like big rifles with these like axe blades vibra blades on them uh they're pretty cool well. and and the design of the like mud troopers or whatever those are they're actually pretty cool uh armor designs.
1: Right. The mud jumpers, the imperial mud jump. Yeah. that is there a is there a toy of that? Because I'll buy that as well. It, uh,
0: uh, there might be in okay. the solo series. I think you can get like solo or beckett in their suit, oh. but I think solo would be funny, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um
1: yeah. I wonder about a Jeddah map. Jeddah, Jedha, but like during the attack by like the Death Star, like just before it happens. But, like
0: you mean like with a, a rebel incursion or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like you're on um, Saw Gerrera's side and you're like, yeah. Taking out tanks and like ATA days through the streets of Jedha. That would be fun.
1: it would be like real ultra realism. Um, yeah. And
0: like you look up and it's a superstar. Yeah.
1: You see yeah, the, the Death Star is approaching. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That'd be um, urgent. Yeah. Because the Star Destroyer is bailing at the same time. I think you see a Star Destroyer just like bailing out Imperials like at the same time, right? Yeah. I feel like there's a Star Destroyer hanging above the city that's like leaving. It like leaves, yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the, the hanging, you, you get them both. So this the Star Destroyer could leave and then you could just like have the horizon <laughs> filled by the the Death Star, and they do that in the games. Like different things happen in the environment oh, that's, that's when you're on Hoth. Like you see the like troop transport eventually rocket out, or you know you see the ion cannon shooting into the you know into space, and um, that that would be fun stuff to see there. That would be very cool. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. Exegol, you know what's a cool is that, would that to well? describe
1: the Last Stand of Cilia on the 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 Chiss? You know how like the, the yeah. I became froze over is because like this like massive stand this last stand against i don't know some oh. crazy um un, unnamed sort of like threat that they fought way way back in the day
0: right and they, and they ended like, up doing that to themselves or something yeah and they like, had
1: to like sacrifice like 20 people to like use the star flash and like mm-hmm. ah it just like, sounded crazy i was like where's that yeah Battle. that sounds insane that'd be
0: pretty cool no you know not really force ability stuff in there but it would be uh it would be beautiful to see and like a fun wild it sounded,
1: thing it sounded like a beautiful but not a beautiful thing but like a just a truly epic yes backdrop i was like wow this is this sounds incredible um yeah there's like i mean a lot of i, I scare if i feel like the map we got in the first battlefront game was like wasn't i don't know it wasn't anything to write home about? Like, I I think you could do, I actually
0: liked the first battlefront Scarif better than the second battlefront.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: It was cause you had to like fight through the jungle to get to the other side of the Island. Oh. And, um, and, and you, you could only use, uh, on the, there's only ever one hero on the battlefield for both sides. And you could only be Krennic for the empire and you could only be, uh, um, what's her name? Jin or so, Jin or so yeah. for the the rebels, and it was like it was just really fun. There was only so certain amount of paths you could take, okay. All right. And so there was actually a lot of choke points in the jungle, and it was just like people, you know, jumping out <laughs> b- from behind ferns and blowing I, I, it away. And
1: you're uh, about to boot this up right now. You're like, yeah. let's.
0: Go. I don't think I can Open play it one, anymore. Download. It's tough to get games on that, and then when you do, it's just roving herds of people that play nothing but that game, and that. I know that one's hard. Lifers. Like it makes. Df two is way easier than Battlefront one uh, to play. It's a it. There's just like these meta loadouts and people just pounce. It's tough. It's tough to survive in that game. Um, but yes, I I loved. I I played the heck out of that Scarif map and um, it's fun. Um, have we have we done this? We've sort of gone full circle. We've forever. talked about some extra ones. Um, you're talking about maps. I would say Exile. I would actually. I think actually playing an Exile map. You could. There could be a ground battle on the, you know, on the Star Destroyer. That oh. would be amazing, and then and just looking around in the darkness with the lightning and like, you know, looking up at all Star Destroyers and then the Obelisk of the like that Exegol like Sith, you know, temple. I think it would it would be amazing to be in that environment. And then you know, obviously the starfighter fighter ballot battle would be insane.
1: That'd be super cool. Yeah, that would be rad. Yeah, I mean, I'll do Mon Cala then. Like, I would love oh, yeah. walkways above the water and just, like, that would be really cool just to see that environment. And they that would, would never cool. do it. Do but like a battlefront that's sort of like the Clone Wars, a kind yeah. of a redux of the Clone Wars, but, like, really dives into, like, yeah. almost every campaign.
0: All these things. Camino, Malastare, Lola. Kato Yeah, Kato Oh, there is a battle on Dathmere in here, actually. Is
1: there? Oh, wow.
0: But i have to see it it's, uh, it's
1: a cool setting that's a cool setting yeah love um see. love to see like stormtrooper armor against you know like sort of like red desert you know sand
0: yeah if i was gonna reach for the stars um i would actually in moncala you would fight underwater there would be like there would be like an underwater fighting mechanic like how fun would that be that would be so cool. Tanks, yeah. you could get in and, like, you, you know, you've got your suits and it's just, like, you move in a totally different way. I think that would be pretty sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah, Dathomir. Okay. Uh, some witches, commanders. Oh, Grievous assaulted Dathomir. And uh, do you remember that? And they... That was
1: in Clone Wars, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that was in Clone Wars. Um,
1: Watched that episode. That's right. Yeah. Is that with the... Um night sisters yeah
0: that... mother talzin yeah mother
1: sisters talzin.
0: and i think they resurrected the, an army of the dead <laughs> right, <laughs> which is so on brand big. for dathomir is just like you know what we're gonna resurrect an army to kill you and uh yeah ventress is there and um it's pretty buck wild there's they have a zombie army and it's nuts um, that would be a pretty fun map to play and just something, I mean, I don't know, I guess I could see it anytime I want on Clone Wars, but, um, yeah, that things like Dathomir, like love the Dathomirian witches. Let's do more weird cult groups, you know? Sure. So, like force cult groups, I, I, I can't get enough of them.
1: More unit types. It doesn't have to just be like droids or clone troopers or. Yeah. You know, it can be. Oh, yeah. Back to the games it be like yeah. Darth mary warriors it can be like mandalorians it can be like you know like really create a crazy yeah varied battleship battlefield game or something i don't know
0: i know it would be fun if you could do the sort of thing where you get into character and create you know whatever tree if you want to be a dathomarian warrior or uh you know as a brack warrior or a mandalorian right. or whatever um and then you but you could they would work it into some sort of fictional narrative where you'd all be together fighting whatever
1: i love it dude we covered all the battles just live action like animated in novels not all of them but many of them and then yeah we covered we covered some a little bit of video game portion at the end we didn't even we didn't even do a there was only one game se- segment we just kind of like
0: <laughs> we almost did it there was only one attached game. it on yeah um because it's awesome yeah this is such a vast like uh, pillar of Star Wars it's like it's the central one it's in the name right um, so I don't know it was just fun to look at it through this lens of just like of commanders and strategies and um, I would definitely suggest getting this book um, Battles That Changed the Galaxy it's you know it may seem silly but once you get into it just like the the lens and the, the writing is amazing and the images are you know timeless. Um, and so fun and just really gives you a second to like, look at a battle on one frame and be like, you can look around and be like, oh yeah, all of those things were happening at the same time. Um, and it's just beautiful and fun, but, um, yeah, loves talking about wars in the stars. Um, we'll get back at you next week. I do know what we're doing, but I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> super pro. You um, might be doing,
1: I- um, uh, a reading rathtar.
0: Okay, yeah, the reading wrath tar is coming up, and then um, there was something else.
1: That's further down the line, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know we. Yeah, there's still a bunch of other. um, We were. Oh, there's a Darth Vader comic book arc.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We just got twenty two, I believe. Um, Yeah, Uh, I'm loving it. It's back to the dark heart of Darth Vader sort of arc, with the Amidalans and a specific character who um is tied quite closely to um padme yeah and um and now she's back in the story i won't spoil anything but there's like big de- not big developments but it's like it's just like exciting kind of cliffhanger stuff with vader that is worth checking out i would check out darth vader by greg greg yeah Pat.
0: i think there's a very good chance that's what we'll be covering next week so um if you want to stick with us catch up on your vader um, and we'll talk to you then. But thanks very much for listening to us this week. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. May the Force be with you.
1: This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always.